Hello and welcome to Dave Hill's podcasting incident with me, Dave Hill, the pride of Cleveland and beyond. I once got a free Worcester sauce in Worcester. That was the worst one, Chris. I'm sorry. I I don't you, know what's you meant going like on. Worcester, with like the the Massachusetts town. Wor- Worcester so- sauce, the sauce that goes in in uh. You know, you put it in Bloody Marys and yeah. put it on steak. Did you know that there's, uh, like, fish in that? No. Yeah. I didn't know that until very recently. And I could not believe it. We're, it's, it's, I thought, you know, the way I found this out. This is the way I found it out. I was uh, given my, uh, you know, my... Uh, not wanting to hurt animals that's sort of you know not uh as sweeping as it probably should be but because uh, clearly i'm still hurting poultry and fish mm-hmm. by the, my eating of them um and this is a, you know i'm not judging anybody who does whatever but uh you know i've been scaling back uh and then i was in my canada tour i was drinking uh bloody caesars at any at any opportunity basically do you you do you you know the bloody caesar or just the caesar as it's called i do i only know it because you've brought it up on the show because i won't shut up about it wait a minute okay and okay so oh the yeah there's anchovies in it so i was like trying to gauge i actually googled like are bloody caesars cruel because there's (laughs) clam juice and uh, and then I so I read about it and then the conclusion is like yeah it's not uh, if you really want to be cruelty free so which was really ru- kind of ruined the bloody Caesar for me because they're just like they're hurting clams and anchovies um, but they are in the seafood category so I I won't say I stopped drinking them entirely but uh, it's flawed lot anyway uh, but I, yeah, yeah I, had a, I had a friend growing up no. who was. I had a friend growing up who was uh, raised as a vegetarian, but he would eat McDonald's French fries all the time. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he found out that they cook McDonald's French fries in animal fat, so he had to stop eating them. Oh, man. Yeah, some things don't do your research. The lesson we're learning don't do your research because it will only lead you to, it'll just ruin things for you. That's all it does. The more you know, the worse yeah. you get. No, that's not true. The more you know, the better. But um, uh, uh, anyway, uh, gosh, where? How did I? Anyway, those are my point being. I, there's two two words. I I'm not good at pronouncing Worcestershire, whatever, and then Worcester Mass. Yeah, it's pronounced like Worcester. Yeah, yeah. Um. So anyway, um, but so before we get into the meat of the episode today, uh, our guest is Nick Miller, and we'll get to that. And of course, listeners should, regular listeners know, of course, I'm I'm talking to my partner in crime, Chris Gersbeck, who is uh, in a bunker somewhere uh, in the five boroughs. That's all we really know. And I'm I'm home in my uh, my apartment in Manhattan. And uh, I've just showered, and I feel like you can hear a difference. 
Have you showered, Chris? Uh, not yet, no. Okay, He's going to after okay. this. Uh, okay, yeah. Because we got dirty news. No, this is exciting news. Uh, it's been alluded to in the Patreon. But um, Dave Hill's podcasting incident, as, as long-time listeners, meaning pre- five-year hiatus listeners uh when because this is what is over 10 years old now gosh oh yeah what happened gosh i can't even look in the mirror uh so we are now going to return to the warm bosom of maximum fun network um where this podcast once lived and then once once we brought it you know once it rose like a phoenix a little over a year ago um, we didn't go back to Max Fun because we didn't know. I was still wasn't sure what whether I was going to return to WFMU with that show and blah blah blah. And I didn't know what was going on with me. Uh, I was just a messed up kid from the mean streets of Cleveland. Yeah, it was a rough. Time. But now, yeah, it was a rough time. I was uh, getting into all sorts of EDM and oh gosh, uh, I remember I'd have to come over and shake you until you got out of bed yeah and you'd be banging on the door even to get in it would just be nuts and like mm-hmm. but yeah it was a crazy time but now i'm healthier than ever i think uh maybe i don't know um and we are ready to uh to join forces once again with the mighty maximum fun network which is home to all sorts of great and really uh, let's be honest, much more popular than this podcast. Podcasts. That's a long hyphenated word I just used, phrase. Uh, but we're hoping, uh, you know, to, uh, you know, jump on once again on their bandwagon, get some more listeners and have some more fun. No pun intended. Mm-hmm. Um, so there'll be all sorts of, uh, you know, paperwork to deal with. No, there isn't. But uh, we'll explain further what the, does it. All you have to do is keep listening. Really, you don't really yeah. have to change anything. Still well, there's go to the same feed and everything. But you know, or is there? New, yeah, yeah. Everything's gonna be great. Things are good. And uh, but well, so that's the exciting announcement. We're super excited that they're up for having us back. And uh, and uh, and it's gonna be great. I'm. Chris, I wanted to have this be a surprise to tell you on the air, Uh-oh. but they are sending us two free T-shirts, and I fully intend to give you one of them. Oh, yeah, that's great. Yeah, so uh, get ready for that. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited to share this news with you on the air with our listeners. Um, we will remain, of course, a part of the mighty Fubar Network in the UK, who. Uh, We've been foobarred uh, or whatever. You know, we're still on board and love them just the same. Yeah. And uh, a super. Uh, oh, yeah. I can't wait. I'm going to be going to London and maybe I'll swing by there in the studios, do a show from there. Uh, nice. They get me Oreos, which is very thoughtful. Anyway, uh, but let's get into the main part of the episode. But always, as you nothing changes. I'm going to still beg you to rate, re- review, and subscribe to this podcast wherever you get incredible podcasts and statistically or if history has taught us anything you will ignore that uh, request but some of you will follow through and I'll, I'll be we'll both be grateful it's fun to read it and have people go like oh i like this podcast or be like dave should be in jail um we begged people last week and we actually did get a few new reviews 
Yeah. So I'm. Yeah, I love it. I love the feedback. What What are we as humans uh, without? Uh, this is well. This is really just stolen directly from Janine Garofalo. But uh, uh, validation comes not from within, but from from others. So we need that. Uh, we need to hear from you, even it's if it's a, negative. Yeah, we got a bunch of five, new five star reviews here, though, which is awesome. Where? On where? On, on iTunes. Um, someone wrote, "Geez, Dave, your podcast is hilarious and entertaining, and it's one of my favorites on the planet." Happy. Oh wow! They're now they're taunting us. Okay, I'm gonna go read these. We can't one. talk too much. Oh Lots wait, wait. Of... Just I'm gonna re- okay. I'm gonna read them with you so I can really feel it. Okay. It, yeah, there's like a four month gap in reviews, and then we just got five. Which is. Do is it all you? No. That's so weird. Yeah, I'm just no. I've never saw, seen any of these. Uh, this show is so cool. From Ward Twenty Seven. Is this all the same person? This show is just balls to the wall funny to stay small for long. Dave and Chris have a chemistry, the likes of which hasn't been seen since Kelly Ripa and Michael Strahan. Well, I couldn't agree more with that. Wait, who's... I don't know which one. I don't know who's... Let's not question it. All right. This show just gets deep into your marrow with only a few listens. (laughs) And and a few listeners, if I'm honest. Uh, If you're... Looking for a podcast with engrossing guests and delightfully luminous conversation on anything and everything, look no further than Dave Hill's podcasting incident. It's consistently funny and fascinating every week, and it makes me laugh even on my worst days. Highly recommended. Listen and subscribe. That's so nice. The Dane Jams. Dave's witty banner is always worth a listen. Super interesting guest. Chris is okay. Just kidding. (laughs) It says Chris Grisbeck co-hosting exclamation point. It's fantastic. Uh... Okay, yeah, and then... Uh, oh, someone just wrote, hey, this show is cool. I like that. Yeah, that's all we're asking. This It just takes a... Uh, it just takes a moment, and then uh, our egos are satisfied. That'll, that'll get us through the next four months, at least. Yeah, get us through. Yeah, keep us off the ledge. Um. Anyway, we should get into the main meat of this episode... The saucy meat. Uh, our guest today is Nick Miller, who I don't think has been on this show before. He ha- he was on the goddamn Dave Hill show when I had was doing that on WFMU, and he's an old friend, and he has a great new song. Uh, we'll get into it. He's from Sharon, Pennsylvania, but has Cleveland connections, as do I, though I'm from there. I, that's better than a connection. Sorry, not to one-up you, Nick. But, um... He wrote and performed and recorded and all that, this great song, Checking In. And uh, so let's, we're going to play that and then we'll get right into it with Nick Miller. Boom. Well, the problem with feeling good all the time, as it's been explained to me, is that you never ever want to come back up for air. Well, that's the catch, you see. Because if you ain't breathing, you're surely dying. And if you're dead, someone's surely crying. And if all you ever did was make people feel bad, then you might as well have spent your whole life acting mad. Now that's not to say you can't have your happy days, but sometimes we all feel blue. So check in on your loved ones, your family, your friends. Don't make the world about you. Hey brother, hey sister, I'm checking in with you. I'm 
showing support for everybody and anybody who needs someone to lean on when they just can't see it through. Well, I'm here to talk and I'm checking in with you. Well, sometimes life comes at you fast, like a twister or a downbound train. And if you only ever had the sun without clouds, well then you'd never have any rain. And if you sit there and wait and the rain don't show, well then next thing you know, your crops won't grow. No, being a little gloomy, it don't mean the end. So don't try to hide it from all of your friends. Yes, I'm here to tell you, it ain't no sin to admit the way that you're feeling. When you're down for the count and your chips are gone, cause of the cards that life's a deal. get into our conversation with nick miller i i have to stress today which is to say friday march 6 when this is released the debut single and music video for witch taints song sons of satan is out today get it wherever you get stone cold jams and the video is on youtube just uh search witch taint sons of satan uh it's it's one of the greatest videos of all time it's great there's a did you see it yet? You sent Did it I to send me, it yeah. To? Is that you playing Satan, too? Or should yeah. you not say? It is, okay. It is, yeah. That's, and better. there's all sorts of... Let's just... This behind the all scenes. Right. It's me playing Satan, and then Pepper Keenan from Corrosion to Conformity plays the Goat Man playing the guitar solo. But the actual solo is played by Malthus from the Norwegian black metal band carpathian forest we have some great guest appearances on the album from him from mike micus hickey from venom and chris reifer from autopsy anyway 
The video and single are out and available today, and the album is out April 10th on TP Records. And we're playing our release show April 7th at Mercury Lounge. Tickets, lots of tickets still available. So please come on out if you're in New York. And uh, here he is. Let's, here's Nick Miller. podcasting now wow this is what it feels like i love your new song which we just listened to before i hit record yeah thank you uh uh thanks for saying that i'm very proud of it it's great i have a lot of questions as, right. a, as a serious journalist lucy <laughs> no this well this is standard as soon as we hit record that's when she's like no actually that's when she wants on, to show Lou. off yeah come on give me just give me the vibes that thought we'd gotten that out of our system. Nope. Not to be. <laughs> Lucy, come on. Give me the ball. <laughs> Nick has already acknowledged that you're great. You're great at this. At you're a professional. We I'm all impressed. know it. We all know it, Lou. Come on. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Anyway. Checking in. What, what made you... So, and, and am I correct in saying uh, at least a, a por- all, all the proceeds I'm reading, breaking, <laughs> go to Nas- National Suicide Prevention Lifeline? That's right. Uh, all the proceeds are going to that. Uh, we've raised a pretty good chunk of money so far in the week and so that it's been out. Yeah. It's uh, hot off the presses. Yeah. It's still pretty this we new. Know. Um I've been bothering people to promote it. I got a uh, little Steven from the E Street Band to retweet it and say I don't have the time to listen, but it seems like a good cause. Wow. Uh, That's a power move. Yeah. It seems like he could have uh, not included the thing where he said he didn't have time to listen. <laughs> yeah, it was a little backhanded, I think. I mean, we just saw it's three minutes. You hey, do it right before you record a podcast. I'm little Steven. I don't have time for your bullshit, <laughs> but uh, whatever. Seems good. Yeah. That's cool. I mean, I don't want to start beef with uh, with Steve, but... No, no. I mean, his heart was in the right place. He, hey, he shared like, it, you know? Seemed like, yeah, he kind of... I don't know. Maybe... Whatever. He editorialized uh, it a little too much, I think. Yeah, maybe he leaned, leaned in... Uh, <laughs> maybe he just didn't... Maybe he was, like, protecting himself, because he's like... Uh, this could be some weird white power song, and I'm I can't sign off on it blindly, so I'm gonna distance yeah. myself out of safety. <laughs> yeah. uh, but it sounds like it could be for a good cause. It sounds like yeah, all signs point to it being for a good cause and not some nefarious right. cause. But in case that five percent, or maybe <clears throat> it's a little iffy, is true. I don't have time. Yeah, yeah, we w- so. Now that I, now that we've talked it through, I feel like I totally respect. Yeah, uh, you know what? This has helped me calm Stevens. down a little bit. Yeah, because initially the reaction is, "Oh man, what's up with little Steven? Yeah, um, what's he working on? But then you go like, "Oh no," because like you know these are crazy times, and yeah. Brett Favre is getting tricked into uh, <laughs> saying like uh, racist things. Uh, yeah, a cameo on right? cameo. Yeah, so. I actually know a, a friend of mine runs like Brett 
Favre's uh, cameo account somehow involved with it. Yeah. Said it was a real uh, real situation. Was there. he involved before or after that happened? Like, did they I bring think, him in because of... I think as it was happening. Oh, like, okay. he uh, somehow... But, uh, you know, but whatever. He, so he got tricked. Uh, and, so yeah, checking in. We've, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. I I must apologize. And Chris, uh, my producer and brains, Chris Grisbeck, feel free to edit out my needless uh, speculation or hypothetical speculation of why uh, little Steven distanced himself in some weird way because he couldn't be bothered to listen to it, or maybe he was like, uh, I don't know. The I man, think it's cool he like retweeted it. Yeah, I think I he's all why. over the globe. Maybe he was somewhere. He's, it was later in the day. Yeah, he I didn't don't have know. time. He I don't to go know to sleep. why I'm know. giving him. A, I'm a fan. I'm a fan too. Absolutely a fan of him and everything he's ever done. I don't so, want to give him a hard time, but I did come on this show specifically to get to the bottom of why. He yeah, well, I have a little surprise for you. <laughs> the reason I shut the bedroom door is not because I didn't want the ball to go in there and go into the bed. It's because Steve Van Zandt. <laughs> Come on out. I was at his office once, not yeah. to brag. He wasn't wow. there. It's still pretty good, though. But I did go to his office. You know where the office is, and that's half the battle. I know. Or I have a vague memory of where it is. I can, honestly can't even remember. It's somewhere in Manhattan. You probably met, like, an assistant or something, so that's... I feel like I met everybody at the office but little Steven. Didn't have time. He was out. He's, I think he may have been on tour. With Bruce Springsteen. Oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, he's probably just out there, Bruce springsteen it up. Yeah. I always wonder, like, for the, the as long as the Bruce Springsteen shows are, because I, I don't know if I'd want to be on stage for three hours. I love it. You would like to be on stage for three hours? When I, I mean, where I grew up, when we played in bars there, we're like, I mean, did cover songs all night, but like three-hour jams. Yeah, pretty much. Where specifically, for the listener, did you grow up? I'm from were... Sharon, Pennsylvania. Uh huh. Right on Interstate 80, last exit before Ohio. Sharon, isn't Sharon? Is that where uh, Quaker Quaker Steak Ste- and Lube Lube? And you go there. It's somehow. Uh, there's lubing of get your oil changed, but then you can also get a nice Yeah, meal. it's uh it's not that anymore. Now it's I guess a gas station themed restaurant more than anything. Uh, uh, a lot yeah. of cars hanging from the ceilings. Uh and so you just go there, there's no oil being changed. No, no I whatsoever. think back in the day there was somehow something involved actually with a gas station, but now it's just like a chain and it's got so you can't get your oil changed at Quaker. Is it Steak and Lube? Quaker Steak and Lube. Yeah, that's so weird. Like, so maybe they added the food to be like, we got. Let's try to make some more money. Yeah. Well, maybe I feel like, and I could be wrong. The original one was maybe a gas station that like they kind of had a kitchen. Like I don't know. It it opened a while ago, so I don't really know what they were doing back then. You know, it was before my time. You know what? I believe we can get to the bottom of this. It's now, though, uh, owned by, like, a big corporation. Uh, oh, they always are. The, the, I don't want to 
piss off any diehard Quaker Steak and Lube fans. The quality of the food has gone down pretty drastically in recent years. Okay. They, it's a casual dining restaurant. Mm-hmm. We knew this. Yeah. Chain, based in, you, you heard it, Sharon, Pennsylvania. Original restaurant was built in 1974 by George Jig Warren and Gary Moe. Mazaros. Yeah, I know. In an abandoned, oh, in an abandoned gas station and decorated with license plates. It was a cook your own steak establishment. So maybe there was never. I think, okay, so the aesthetic is just because of where it was put into. There was never a gas there station. There was never involved. a time. The, the fantasy, the time that I imagined of where you would go and get your oil chained, changed. <laughs> steak. And be like, I would love, God, I would love a steak and a milkshake <laughs> and some wings as long as I'm getting my oil changed. Right. Well, I'm here for 10 minutes. How about this Yeah, I might here? as well go all in. So, wow. We pretty much blew this wide open. I mean, we're solving all the mysteries. A little Steven, Quaker Steak and Lube. We've forgiven. We've <laughs> totally for- absolved. We've absolved little, little Steven. Steven. 100%. So, Sharon, Pennsylvania... Where also isn't isn't Trent Reznor from there? Trent Reznor is from Mercer, which oh, is that's right. like two towns over, and that's the namesake town of our county is Mercer County. But oh, he's from Mercer, PA. From Mercer, I knew he was... used to play at the Lube a lot, I believe. Really? Well, his former before he yeah. moved to the big city of Cleveland. Yeah, uh, the Lube, the one in Sharon, had an accompanying spot called Tully's that was built on an actual like railroad stop that they don't use anymore but back in the day like the whole thing the front of it was the train engine uh and I guess it was supposed to be like the box cars on the back uh they tore it down recently to put in a traffic circle but uh it I think that is like he'd play at Tully's a lot because they had a big open space and also, like, were part of the lube, so you'd order food and it would come across the parking lot there. Oh, wow. And this is so... And, and then Trent, Re- he moved to Cleveland, I guess, right? That sounds like it could be right, but... No, no, we... I don't... I shouldn't go down these worms. I don't know as much about Trent Reznor as I should, I suppose. You, given you grew up two towns over. Yeah. But... I saw I saw him open up for the Starship, I believe. They may have been called Jefferson Starship. In Cleveland? In Cleveland. Uh the tour wherever they uh knee deep in I believe it was the Knee Deep in the Hoopla tour. <laughs> they put on a free show. Yeah. And uh and then this band Slam Bamboo that Trent Reznor was in. I think he was the keyboard player. Let's run a check on this. Oh boy. Mercer area. Yeah. Option 30. Dropped out. Dropped out of high school. Oh, a year of college. Dropped out of high school. Mm-hmm. Yep. Slam Bamboo. Contributed on keyboards to the band Slam Bamboo. But I, I, I can't confirm that he was definitely in the band when when they opened for yeah. uh, the Starship on the Knee Deep in the Hoop. Which they they put on a free concert and everyone in Cleveland went. Yeah, 
Well, was it an outdoor thing? No, or? it wasn't that. It was probably like only a few thousand people. It was, but it was sold out. Everyone was, you know, riding the craze of who right. built this city. <laughs> yeah. You know, and that was a time I was just a pretty young thing, and I would go see anything that would, if there was a guitar on stage, I yeah. was in. I don't care what was being done with it. Yeah. I was just like, let's go. Even if it was building a city on rock and roll. Didn't matter to me. Craig Chiquiso. Uh, I forget who the other guy is. I should know. Anyway, this is this is why my podcast ratings really aren't what they should be. Because I, I digress so heavily. And this is all because one thing led to another. Uh so Sharon Penson, but you have a you have a Cleveland connection as well. I have a lot of family in Cleveland. Yeah. Uh, so, I believe, I believe you and I spend our holidays like probably twenty minutes from each other. Wait, where do you where exactly do you spend your holidays? We go to my aunt's house in Parma for Christmas. Ooh, I don't think that might be where is that near Medina. It might be on the other side. I never. Okay, now I gotta run checks on so many. This is. Okay, Parma, Ohio. I only know where two of those suburbs are in relation to each other, so I never really know I'm gonna get how to far the apart they all are. Bottom of it. Parma. I've almost never actually been to Parma. That's the wild thing with much. my life. Um, we used to. It was like a. Parma was kind of a. A. You know, like, we would hear about it a lot. Yeah. Growing up. We went to school with kids who went to prom. Yep. About 35 minutes away. Where my dad lives. lives from. I'm not going to reveal that where my dad lives. No, no. But I will tell you where my sister lives. <laughs> she lives in Medina. Yep. Checks. They're about, yeah, 35 minutes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I okay. Think, I think Parma, uh, my cousin, my other aunt, one of my other aunts, rather, lives in Brooklyn, Ohio. The city. The... Where I played hockey growing up. Oh, yeah. In high school. In high school, yeah. Yeah. And from what I gathered from my cousins and their friends there is uh, Parma seemed to be the butt of a lot of jokes. It um, did. I didn't want to say it, but... I mean, uh, I don't... Look, I've... I go there for Christmas. It's... We could say what we want about it. I... Okay, fuck that place. No, just kidding. No, it used to be like, yeah, people would make jokes about it, but they were like kind of like really dated, yeah, like Polak jokes of that. When oh, would, okay. When you would yeah. use words like Polak, yeah, <laughs> when uh, uh, like they were that was like the joke of that, and then I think it was also like kind of elitist. Yeah, that like, was those were the jokes I was picking up on. Uh, like it was just making fun of people for not uh, being as stylish. Yeah, as the surrounding towns, as the surrounding <laughs> Cleveland suburbs. Right, not like uh, Strongsville. Yeah, where people just really had their <laughs> shit together. Uh, yeah, I think I remember seeing like a video on YouTube that. Was maybe parodying that Jay Z Alicia Keys song about New York, mm-hmm. but it was about Parma. Okay, we need to pull this. And up. it was all just about how shitty Parma is, but it wasn't like 
it was really just like saying that it was shitty and i was like it's kind of one joke they built a whole song around this one joke it doesn't ever escalate parma ohio song there we go oh yeah parma Parma state State of of mind mind. i can't believe i remember that 60,000 oh there's multiple postings oh wow Let's pull up Parma State of Mind <laughs> just to get a better. Sounds about right. Yeah. You said there's more than one? Well, I think... Let's see. I wonder what the there one I watched There appears to was. be two of them. That sounds like the same exact one. This one looks like a bootleg video. Oh. Oh, some guy... Some guy took... Made his own video with the same song. But I did have the official, not to brag. <laughs> I did have the official video up briefly. The, the official one, I think, is what I must have seen. But yeah, it's sort of, it is, yeah, it's sort of like a lot of uh, strip mall yeah. type stuff going on. And But I remember, like, playing hockey there and being like, oh, these kids look, because it's pre-internet. Yeah. Now, like, everywhere, everyone, everyone has all the cool shit everywhere. Right. But it was a different time. So I remember the kids. I was like, oh, they look. They're, they look. It was like stepping into a time machine. You would see these kids, you'd be like, this seems like 10 years ago. Yeah. You know what? I, in a, I feel that way about uh, Cleveland in general. Uh, like, I felt that anytime I'd go visit my cousins. You not need, in a. You need to be really careful. Not in a derogatory right way. No, I know. But, like, I think part of it was the whole classic rock being a part of everything. Oh, yeah. Thing yeah. where it's like, totally. you always see the uh, WMMS buzzard everywhere and just promoting classic rock. And it's like, oh, yeah. Somehow everything always felt like being back in time. And not in like a way where I was like, what is this? But more of like a, this seems off. Like, not in a bad way, but something. It feels like a disconnect. Yeah. But I'm sure also if I'd have actually spent time. like In the magical land. Yeah, maybe I Cleve. would see that that's not it. But when you go for like a couple days at a time, it's like there's a lot of a lot of guitar here. Yeah, there's More a lot of Bob than, Seger. Yeah, a lot of Bob Seger. But I think that I, it's probably why I'm so into the guitar and like gravitate towards yeah. stuff that involves guitars. <laughs> Like, I just don't even know. If there's not a guitar, I probably don't know it. Yeah. There's not at least some guitar going on. Yeah. I think I realized that it was kind of a different world in terms of what old music kids knew. Like, I think... I don't think I was even in eighth grade yet, maybe, and Guitar Hero, an 80s edition, came out. Mm -hmm. And I was at my cousin's in Cleveland, uh, in Brooklyn. And his friends came over from down the street, and we were going through the song list. And I was like, oh, yeah, that song. And he was, 
his friend was like, oh, they got heat of the moment. And I was like, what's heat of the moment? And he was like, you don't know heat of the moment? Oh, yeah, Asia? Yeah, but I was like, I'm not even in eighth grade. Why do you know heat of the moment? <laughs> like, you're younger than me. But I was like, all right, I guess I have to know every bit of classic rock. I feel like I knew too much, honestly, at that point. But heat of the moment. Oh, I yeah. got destroyed for not knowing heat of the moment. Gotta know heat of the moment, bro. I mean, now I do, and now I love it. I accept it as yeah, the dun, anthem that dun, it is. Dun, yeah. But back then, look, I was ignorant. I've grown up since. It's okay. No one's, <laughs> you know, no judgment. Well, back I mean, judgment. there's a little judgment. I Look, I expect that anywhere I go. There's some judgment. But no. Uh, yeah, it is. Uh, it is It is that kind of. Yeah, it's weird. I don't know. That's why I like. I don't know. But this is a whole other wormhole. Now I'm just thinking about it really hard. We'll probably tighten up this part where I'm thinking about it. And then we'll be like, oh, and they just went to another topic. It was cool. <laughs> but let's let's circle all the way back. Okay. To your single, which everyone you can get, you can go on Bandcamp. Yeah. You go to nick-miller.bandcamp.com. Though you're the first Nick Miller that comes up, I believe. Really? That's I mean, pretty good. Because they wouldn't they wouldn't let me use nickmiller.bandcamp.com, so I'm beating that other guy, I guess. Yeah, I believe you're talking about Nick Miller. That sounds like the guy. Do you, so your name, you and I probably suffer from the same... Having a common name. A very common name. Yeah. And you're constantly having to destroy all other... Nick, Nick Miller's, Miller's yeah. in the world. Like, I uh, I feel like at the moment, you know, and hopefully until my death, let's be clear, I may be the preeminent Dave Hill. Though there's been some great ones. But? There's Dave Hill from Slade. There's oh, yeah. an actor called Dave Hill. There's a golfer called Dave Hill. But I feel like in 2020... This is the year that you... That I'm pretty much... Uh, pretty much ruling as far as being Dave Hill, but you know, there's probably some some guy in the Sandlot leagues right now just waiting <laughs> to to knock waiting me to out. come up and yeah, just change knock. the world's perception of Dave Hill. Yeah, and I you know, and I just have to cherish the time that I had as that's as all the you king. can do. Yeah, but do you, do you have you had any run-ins with other Nick Millers where you're like, now I must kill you? Weirdly. The week I moved to New York on Facebook, I got like five friend requests from other Nick Millers. And I was like, how did this happen? Like, did it, is it because I changed my location and that set off an alarm? Oh. I don't think any of the other ones were from here, but like, I was turning down Nick Millers left and right. I get that too. There, There's a Dave Hill that's a bartender, I believe, in Brooklyn. Yeah. There's a few Dave Hills around. Yeah, it was very, it was bizarre. Uh, a friend of mine got mad at me for not using a different name professionally. Because... Like Sass Jordan, <laughs> yeah. which is taken, let yeah. me be clear. So he was mad that I chose that because he was like, that's somebody else, you idiot. It's yeah. going to make it worse. Uh, no, my mom, her maiden name is Moneypenny, and I was like... I'd use that if I needed to. And he was like, I'm actually mad that you don't. He brings it up to me about Why once every few you, months. If I can be so bold, <laughs> I would not even use Moneypenny. I would just call yourself Moneypenny. 
just there's the full name. Hey, money. Next up, money penny. That'd be pretty good. See, I gotta think of the merchandise. I don't want. No offense. <laughs> I don't want to wear a Nick Miller T-shirt. I don't want to wear a Nick Miller T-shirt. But a money penny T-shirt. It could be pretty cool. Uh, I'll take one. <laughs> I'm in. I think it's harder if you for mer- T-shirts alone. Yeah. Like, um, I find like there's never been a so like a solo artist where I've been like, I want to wear that shirt. Yeah. Not even David Lee Roth. Does he have? Does he even have good shirts? What? Well, I feel well, like now they're probably those out. weird Under Armour things that he wears all the time now. Under his. You ever see? He like, wears Under Armour. I feel like I always see shots of him wearing, like, Under Armour tops under, like, weird dress vests, like, from a suit. Let's just forcibly. (laughs) I know I keep saying, let's get back to the single. Okay. Checking in. What inspired you? I know we started to talk about it, and then Um, then we're talking about me going to see the Starship for free. (laughs) Which is, again, the main problem with this show. Yeah. But what what inspired you? Do you have any... Uh, it seems like a men- mental health uh, awareness sh- song. Aside uh, from being catchy and enjoyable oh. and upbeat. Well, uh, yeah, last year I saw somebody post on Facebook this like weird copy and pasted thing. And it just said, I am doing a brother check-in, showing support for one another. I need six men. To post, not share this message, to show you're always there if someone needs to talk. Pretty sure I know who will. It's written very weird, a lot of weird spacing, capitalization in the text. Mm-hmm. Uh, and immediately I was like, I have to send this to all of my friends. Yes. And we did it as a goof. And we've just been doing it continuously. Like a group text of 12 people just sending that back and forth to each other. You send it like in your messages? Or yeah. you post it on the... Uh, you know what? Both, actually. Both. Um, and so it's kind of become this little thing within my friend group that started off very jokey, and then kind of we were like, that's actually kind of comforting to get that text. Like, Because yeah. if you're feeling a little down, you don't have to go into specifics. Send the brother check into the group text. Mm-hmm. Ten other people are going to send it right back to you. And it's almost, it's not the same thing, but it feels like it, kind of. And so I started writing a song... That was like a little jokey, the first line of that song. And as I got through the verse and had to get to the chorus, I was like, what do I do with this? And then I was like, oh, the brother check-in. So I'll just take some of the wording from that, mm-hmm. put it in. Uh, and then as soon as I wrote it, I think I stayed up for like two more hours being like, all right, this is going to come out this time. This is going to go for charity. Like we're going to get a bunch of people on it. So I just like texted a bunch of my friends who are in on the joke of the brother check-in and i was like hey i wrote a brother check-in song i'm gonna have everybody sing on it like on the chorus Mm -hmm. uh so we fit like 24 people into the studio one night to come sing on it and did you get pizza and stuff uh we went out to the bar afterwards oh nice uh but it was it was great it was so much fun it was uh you know, had all these people come out for it, and they all liked it, or at least they told me they did. So that's all I need. I like. I feel like they were being sincere because I I liked it, and I'm a I'm a total bastard <laughs> who hates everything, and I liked it. 
Uh, yeah, so I wanted to do, um, like a, there's a John Prine song where on his newest album where each chorus has more and more people singing along on it. So mm-hmm. I was like, this is the vibe we have to go for. It's like, by the nice. end of it, have this just kind of sound like a party happening. And yeah. It was great. Uh, the guys at the studio I did it at, they were, they loved it immediately. They played drums and bass on it. Mm-hmm. Uh. Little Cheddar Studios and Little Cheddar in Sunset Park. Oh, uh, nice. They are like within a block from my apartment, so oh, extra incentive to reach out and work with them. Yeah, but, yeah. It was a lot of fun. All the money's going to charity, uh, and it just seemed like I wanted this song to help people in the way that this stupid joke has kind of helped and comforted my friends and me. I like that. There is the one line, though. Pretty sure I know who will. Yeah. Don't you think that's kind of passive-aggressive? Yeah. That's not, you didn't write that no, line. No, 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 that's, yeah. But pretty sure, I, then you go like, oh, if I don't, then he already thinks I'm an asshole. Right. It's a weird... Because he knows, he knew I wasn't gonna. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those weird, It like, one of the weird instances about the text itself is like, why is pretty sure I know who will part of this, like... It's a yeah. little judgmental for a thing. That's yeah. Being like, hey, be... help me out here. Yeah, I uh, I knew you weren't because you're a piece of shit. But I know but some of you else. aren't. <laughs> yeah, I take umbrage. Well, we um, had whoever. one of the guys on the song when we did the whole sing along thing, tacked on a pretty sure I know who will at the very end, like after a long pause. Mm-hmm. And the guys at the studio sent me a mix, and I was like, I know it's from a different take, but can you put on the pretty sure I know who will? And they're like, it might be too much of a joke. And I was like, I think we have to have this. Like, it's part of the whole thing. And then It's pretty amazing. It really made it. Pretty sure I know who will. Yeah, I like it. It's a good vibe. And, it, and the song, aside from raising money, it puts you in a good mood. Yeah. Yeah, I, it's, it's firing on all cylinders. Yeah, I was very... I took a couple passes at some of the verses where I was like, I gotta, I knew what I wanted to do with it, and I didn't want it to be like maudlin or something. Like, I wanted it to still be fun, mm-hmm. just heartfelt, not like deathly serious, even though I guess it's going to like suicide prevention. So I, you know, you don't want to lean into that too much, because then people are like, why do I want to hear this song that is like not fun to hear? Yeah. No, it's it's fun. It would have been weird if you would have made it a really depressing <laughs> song. And then what what next then? Um, Where do you go from here? That, what a question. After I you've don't know. literally saved lives. Uh, I don't know. I uh, I have enough songs in the bank for a new album, uh, which will be called Money Penny. <laughs> Just putting it out there. Yeah. Money Penny. Buy Money Penny. This is it's what my you do. Alter ego. Nick Miller, aka Money Penny, and then the record after that is just Money Penny. Yeah. Deal with it. Ease into it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just ease into it like that. Yeah. Yeah. Prepare people. Be like, it might be Money Penny next time, and then after is like, no, it, we're definitely Money Penny from here I mean, on out. You you do wear a gold chain, which I feel like has the swagger of a name. Like That's money, true. And you have the hat. Yeah. You have the the look. I, I feel I, like there's not a leap that you have to make other than to simply change your name. Right. It's just to Money Penny, which we can do here today. <laughs> I am a notary. Oh, perfect. 
and I'm happy to. I don't know why. I don't even know if a notary would be helpful, but I thought it sounded cool. I mean, it and couldn't I'm, hurt. I feel I'm like. not a notary though. Let I don't, me be clear. All right, but I but, don't uh, think anybody would be like, "You got a notary to sign this." No, we can't use it. I think it can only help. Yeah, money penny. Uh, but I think uh, I don't know. Sometime later this year, I'm probably gonna do. This song was the first thing I recorded in a real studio, and oh, really? not with me playing every single instrument, uh, oh, even though I did so most of them. So This is a slick production. Yeah, so I kind of like that about it, where I don't have to be the one doing every single thing. Where do you normally record? In my bedroom. Into what program? Not to, go, not to take a... It won't be a hard turn into I, tech talk, but I, I will, I'm, tech always, talk I'm always short. happy to indulge. Tech I've got talk. a little, uh, I think it's a Behringer four input interface thing. Oh, okay. For microphones, guitars, plug that in the USB. We just use GarageBand. Oh, smooth. Uh, it's got some pretty good guitar amp presets, and for MIDI, like keyboard sounds, it's got like good electric piano and organ stuff on it so that's usually what i use oh nice uh but i think with the next thing i might do like a crowdfunding thing and try to do the whole thing in a studio oh or everyone's like if you give me 25 bucks i'll name check you in yeah, a song we or, it should be more than 25 bucks yeah. or like you get a copy of the cd when it comes yeah out included with that uh that's all stuff way down the line, though. Gotta let checking in breathe on its own for a bit. Let it breathe. Let it get out there. That's actually the hardest part, is I usually uh, put stuff out at a pretty relentless clip. Mm-hmm. and Yeah, it seems like... Uh, I had this song done for a month before it came out, and I was like, is this what people normally do? Like, how do you handle this? Yeah, you gotta say... Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. Sometimes stuff is sitting around for... Yeah. Years. Yeah, but when you do it all in your bedroom, it's just kind of like... Go bam. Let me just do this all right now and put it out. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. I sometimes wonder if it's... uh, If I'm oversaturating myself in a market where I'm too small to actually oversaturate myself, but... No, because I think, like, people can, uh, you know... I think if you like what you do... This is my attitude. I look at it as just, you're making brownies. Yeah. And you're just put, setting out a plate of brownies. <laughs> and you're making brownies because you like brownies. Yeah. And other people like brownies. But if they don't eat the brownies, guess what? You have a whole plate of brownies waiting for you. Yeah, that's true. So, just crank it out. Yeah. How many albums do you have? There's a lot. There's uh, a lot. Of- a few of them are EPs and singles. Uh, Speaking of little Steven and Bruce, greetings from Sunset Park, New York. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, I tried to figure out what to do with the album art there. You hit it out of the park. I was like, the Asbury Park one has all the postcard, the attractions of Asbury Park, and we don't have that. So I just went around to Chinatown in Sunset Park and took pictures of all the Chinese food restaurant signs and... Yeah. So that's in the letters to Sunset Park. It's excellent. That's uh, that's another folk one. That's the other thing. Also, if people don't know who I am and they look up Checking In, it's not all folk stuff. There's a lot of 
Oh uh, yeah. Like power pop, rock and roll. Oh stuff yeah, you cover a too. lot of ground. Don't. Yeah, I can't stress that enough to people. Yeah. If you think that Nick Miller is some sort of folky, you can fuck off. I know I wear it's the cowboy than. hat, but you do a cowboy. But hat. I wear a gold chain too. So yeah, yeah. And so a lot of cool sneakers. So yeah, this all There's checks a lot out. There. There's it's, a lot. Well, let's. Um, is there anyone else besides Bandcamp that people should go? Uh, you can to find get down me on with your Twitter, on Twitter and Instagram, both Nick Miller Music, real yes. easy. Uh, both of them, I very shamelessly plug whatever I am working on or have just put out. So you'll find it all there. Nice. Uh, with checking in, there's also a music video we shot in the studio. That's on YouTube. That'll Excellent. also bring you to the Bandcamp link to donate, all that kind of stuff. Sweet. Um, but yeah, Twitter and Instagram. I have a Facebook page for music, but I forget about it. I always forget that, too. Until I like, forget I have a website. My aunt <laughs> posted a happy birthday on it, on the music one, last week, and I haven't replied to it, because I'm like, I'm, this isn't for that. But and also, she's worried. I well, she posts on my regular page too. Oh, okay, but tell her to get her shit together. <laughs> but I, like I, she commented on it, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I have this page. I'm neglecting." Yeah, you gotta get on it. It's hard. No one uses it. Facebook is like, I don't know. It's for people's I aunt, should, aunts. Yeah, well, I don't for them know. to post on their own page. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Well, thank you so much for hey, coming over. Thanks for joining me and Lucy. Thanks for having me before we're all quarantined. I know. What, what if? I have a lot of snacks. I have tried so hard to not touch my face this past week. I'm trying to I not touch your face. Now. I didn't know how much I love touching my face till I was told by the CDC not to do it, and now I'm like, this is my favorite thing in the world. It's fun touching your face. I yeah, mean, I got this big beard. I got it. Gotta touch it. Yeah. No one can. No one's blaming you. No. I saw a guy yesterday on the subway. He kissed his girlfriend's hand while her hand was holding the pole, and I was like, I'm not even touching my. Like, you're not supposed to touch your face. Don't do that. That. That guy's dead. Probably. <laughs> probably. After that, and not even coronavirus. Just in general, subway virus, whatever that is. But he was playing fast and loose. He was a martyr for his cause. Appreciate it. All right, I'm gonna hit stop. All right. There Thanks for go. having me. Thanks for coming over. <laughs> and there you have it, my delightful conversation. I almost because you almost said seriously Canadian, right? Yeah, because I'm so used to saying that, but no, this is just regular. It's just a regular non, uh, not I can specific feel any any land really. Uh, with Nick Miller, go uh, on Bandcamp, find Nick Miller. There are several Nick Millers as discussed, but he is the first one. If I can point you in the direction, and the his new single is checking in, and it, the all the money from the song checking in goes to help people. How cool is that? Helps uh, you know suicide prevention. Uh, oh. Which I'm all for preventing, preventing it. I'm not all for suicide. I'm, I'm for preventing suicide. Let me be clear. How and, about the band and, uh, suicide. I do like the band suicide. Uh, so there we go. We have that. Um, that's a brazen name, suicide. Really um, anyway, um, 
think that would be like crazy metal music, but it's not. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so let's um, let's ride off into the podcasting sunset. We'll be back next week with more chatter about Maximum Fun and how we're totes part of it now. And uh, and then there's you know we're gonna talk about all sorts of things, lots of exciting developments. Uh, I'll probably talk about my kettlebell usage. And uh, before we go, I wanted to beg, stress, encourage, whatever you once again to go watch the debut music video and single from Witch Taint, Sons of Satan. Uh, it's out today. You can download it, stream it, whatever you want. The video is on YouTube. The song is available everywhere on the internets. And uh, I think you're really going to like it. Hot times, hot, hot times. What else can I tell you? Uh, I'm going to be at South by Southwest. Oh, we'll talk about that next week. I'm going to be in South by Southwest. We're going to get canceled for coronavirus. Um, which I really hope it doesn't. There's rumors on, on the internet about it. But, really? Uh, and then They're Chris, really canceling? Any, I, no, no, no. That's a rumor run around town. I don't. It's not the case. It's not a true thing. I have a friend who point. canceled their show at uh, Union Hall because of coronavirus. That person is paranoid. <laughs> of course, you know, you can quote me on that when you're at my coronavirus funeral. Yeah. Um, anyway, anyhow, uh, Chris, do you have anything you'd like to plug before we out? No, I got a haircut, but I'm not, I don't really like okay. it. Okay, let's but save. We'll save that for Oaks. I've never seen you have a bad haircut. So I don't know if that helps you. You haven't seen me in the past week. All right. You might look like shit. Um, all right. Oh, and thanks uh, to everyone. I don't know if I thanked everyone from that came on in Evanston a couple weeks ago, but I just did shows in North Adams, Massachusetts. I did shows in, in Glens Falls, New York, even though I called it Glen Falls, and at one point, Great Falls during the show. And... <laughs> Finally, Schenectady uh, with Tom Liz and Ethan Ullman. It was a super fun time. And uh, and I'm going to be at, at uh, the High Mod Festival at Mass Mocha in a few weeks. Got all of those Euro dates before then. If you're in London, I'm talking to you. Come see me at the Bill Murray, April 2nd and 4th. I'm, sp- I'm spinning out of control, Chris. Let's just end it. All right. Stay street, everybody. Hey. It's my book about Canada 37 million people No, they can't be wrong And if you don't believe me Ask Celine Dion I bathe in Crown Royal I finish every sip While eating Tim Hortons And rocking to the hip In 2012, Canada ditched the penny My favorite TV show is Letter Kenny The Montreal Bagel is the food of the gods I prefer my heavy metal in the form of Voivod Rock in the loose Rock in the loose Rock in the loose Rock in the loose Rock in the loose